because every time I kicked him, I could feel the like the ball and my foot like separate. So there obviously a little bit of um, separation in there. Download the All Star app. Make your picks for UFC fights. Challenge your friends. Level up and win prizes. Link in description. Get it now. July twenty second. Man, you're back. Four month turnaround in the UK again. How do you feel about it, man? Just they're giving you the opportunity to be in front of your people. That's it, man. Um, I'm a crowd pleaser. Um, I'm looking forward to showcasing my skills. Um, obviously, I think uh, they want to see some local guys do well. Um, and then obviously, I think as well, it helps that we've all got UK residents. So um, it helps on, on a money standpoint as well. So it makes sense for all of us guys to, to meet in London. Yeah, definitely. And um, before we get into your opponent, uh, another, uh, you know, a famous fighter from from Scotland, Stevie Ray, he just retired, man. Did you see that? Yeah. Did you? What do you think of, you know, what do you think of his career so far, man? Because I feel like he kind of did, you know, he kind of put Scotland on the map in some ways, man. He's been around for a long time. Of course, uh, Stephen's an idol of mine. I've trained with him a lot. Um, he paved the way for many fighters coming up. So uh, we're, I'm very fortunate to be able to share a training room with, with Stevie. Um, I wish him all the best with him and his family. Um, and he, he's he's got nothing to prove in regards to uh, his MMA career. So um, I just want to thank him for, for everything he's done for the sport. Um, and I hope he finds a new venture, uh, fills a void because the MMA takes up so much of my time. So I can only imagine what it's going to do to Stevie. So uh, let's hope he's got um, uh, some different outlooks in life that he wants to go and seize and make some money and do some good things. Yeah, all the best to Stevie Ray, man. He's always been a guy that I've talked to throughout the years and, and always been a, a, a excellent role model, man, for, awesome. for a lot of fighters, man. Very, very good. Um, your opponent, man, coming up, you know, Ashmus, he's an undefeated, I could define him as a slugger man because from what we've seen he, he actually fought on the same night as you you mean what what are your thoughts on him and, and the fighting style that's it man he's a slugger um that's all he's got the only way this guy can beat me is a lucky punch um and it's not going to happen um i'm super confident like i can't fathom how good i've got since i've came here Um all the coaches are saying to me like man you're fucking looking good and like all these things are coming to fruition, all these things are, are happening and going well in training. It's almost going too well. I'm like, what's going on here? Like fucking, it can't, can't be that good. Like someone touched wood or some shit. So um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm looking forward to, like he's a great opponent and obviously I need to keep my hands up. Yeah, definitely. And you know, you mentioned right now about, uh, you know, making improvements, right? Since you've been at American Top Team and you've been there for a few camps, you know, what, what aspects do you feel in yourself? You know what I mean? People can see it in you, but sometimes it's tough to see it in yourself. Yeah. Uh, distance management, um, applying techniques that I've never been able to apply before. Um, due to an injury in my last camp, I wasn't able to showcase my full capability in the octagon because I had to take like two full weeks off training, like doing nothing, like I couldn't walk. So um, then I had to adapt a different kind of, because before I was working on back attacks and, and stuff like that. So I had to um, <clears throat> find a way around about that and not take the back because when I was putting my hooks in, my, my ankle was becoming 
very sore and inflamed. So, um, yeah, I've adapted some new skills, um, some new submissions, and also some positions that are good for, for riding on someone and draining them. And um, Yeah, so I, I've grown dramatically as a fighter in the last six months. Um, and it's all to do with momentum. Like, I, I've been a momentum fighter since day one. Um, unfortunately, due to COVID, when I was signed to Bellator, I didn't really get the opportunity to showcase my skills on a regular basis. So now that the UFC have, have got me, um, I'm sure they'll keep me busy, especially with the performances that I put on. Obviously, my last performance wasn't up to scratch, but I shook the cobwebs off and the money was in the bank, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right, man. The money's in the bank. Uh, you shouldn't give a fuck about it at all, man. Uh, you fought injured then in your debut. <clears throat> yeah, I had a, a, an MTFL injury. So that's a, a, a ligament that's in your ankle, in the outer the outer part of your ankle. So the, the latter part of the ankle, which is like when you roll your ankle really bad. So um, what happened was I... I I was in a wrestling exchange and someone fell on my foot um, and tore the ATFL or no, yeah, the ATFL. Yeah, I think it's called the ATFL. They tore it like between 50 and 60%. So I had to take two weeks off training and strap it up. Obviously, if you see in the fight, I've got um, uh, an anklet on that. It just, the the ankle was fine in the fight, but I, I was still wary of it. So having that ankle up, ankle on you know I had a little bit of tape underneath it as well to secure because every time I kicked him I could feel the like the ball in my foot like separate so there obviously a little bit of um, separation in there but now that injury is completely healed I took some time um, yeah so you know these things are are thrown out to, to test us and I still managed to get through it the biggest thing for me was actually trying to make weight but we, we got there, you know, I, what I'd done was I just, when when I was able to move my ankle a certain way, I was at, at one point I was actually cycling the air bike with one foot and then using my hands just to try and get, to get through the camp. Um, so, yeah, these things are setting out to test us, so um, I was happy I got the job done. Um, yeah. Man, you overcame a lot of obstacles to get that win. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, but that—that's what—that's what we're here for. I'm not a fucking pussy. I don't pull out for. Imagine I phone my manager. It's like, listen, I've got a sore ankle. I can't. I can't compete. Like, fucking this guy. So yeah, no injuries this this time. Um, I had a little bit of staff, but I got rid of that pretty quick. Um, but we're we're all good. I'm ready to rock. Everything, like I say, everything's went really well. Touch wood, you know. Um, nothing's went wrong yet. So, um. I was speaking to my, my training partner, Grant, um, Grant Dawson, who won at the weekend there. He said, he's like, fuck, I had such a good camp. I was saying to him, he said to me, he's like, I was just waiting for something bad to happen. Nothing happened. So hopefully I'm on the same trajectory as him because he had a dominant performance over Demir. Yeah, if you compare like what you went through in your debut to like what you're going through right now, of course yeah. it looks perfect, right? Because they have nothing went well for your first fight. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, the, all the coaches are. Um, I'm starting to kind of build a friendship group and also a, a coaching group, which is super important because when you when you come to a new place, um, obviously you don't know anybody, so nobody really takes that interest of you. Um, and then over the years, people see I'm coachable and um, 
people see that I've got the will to win. So um, a lot of people have kind of jumped on board this time um, and been able to help. Uh, and I'm very fortunate, and I've and I've put myself in this situation. You know, I've put myself out there. I've I've done everything myself. You know, I've had help along the way, but I've put myself in the the right the right frame of mind, the, the right place at the right time. So, yeah, it's it's been a great camp, and I'm looking forward to the future because the UFC is my home. How is it working with Grant Dawson, man? That guy is just uh, a machine. A human backpack. <laughs> <clears throat> I think the f- I've trained with this guy nearly, yeah, three camps now. Mm. I think if he's got my back, I think I've got away from him once or maybe twice. Mm-hmm. And he gets my back quite a lot, so <laughs> he's a guy to watch out for, put it this way. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, man. Iron sharpens iron, that's what they say, right? It's true. And the guy's got a heart of gold, you know, the, the, the guy, I was sparring today, the guy's off, he's he's finished his training, he's then giving me coaching points during the sparring, and showing me things at the end, so this guy's got a heart of gold and he's a good teammate, teammate of mine, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm very fortunate to have the guy by my side. After your debut in London, you talked about the nerves of fighting in the O2 arena. Could you explain a little bit more in detail of like what you went through? Yeah, well, obviously, you knew if, uh, I was in Bellator for for three fights, and what two of them were in COVID. So I fought, uh, hadn't fought in front of fans for nearly three years, four years, because I went to Contender Series and fought twice on there. Uh, so no fans. Um, then going from no fans to 20,000 people was fucking unbelievable. So I walked out, I looked up, I looked down, and then I carried on. So this time I'm go- I feel way, way, way more um, like in tune with myself. Like in the fight, that's probably why I was a little bit more disappointed because there were some situations that I could have, I could have maybe jumped on a submission or tried the submission, but. Uh, my corner was shouting rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. So that was just me like dragging back down to the ground, kind of stall out some time a little bit. Um, and I think that annoys me a little bit more it's because I was so in the fight. Like I knew exactly what I was doing, when I was doing it, um, and I was so calculated. So this time around, it's going to be the same. But um, I say take risks, but it's a risk one in there. But um, I'm going to take a little bit more risk, do some, do some things, show my full, full skill set. Yeah, and you're not fighting injured. You know what I mean? Like that had a huge, you know, effect on you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That that was a big one. But listen, I I didn't want to make the excuse at the time or after the after the the um, like when you have the press conference at the end. Like everybody's injured, so it doesn't doesn't matter. So I just gotta fucking get the head down and get working. Some yeah, I think. Uh, a lot of people, like fans, when they watched you, that they know you from your performances before, when they were watching your debut, they're like, yo, like, he's not fighting like he normally does, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, they're surprised by it, but, like, but you showed other aspects of your game. You showed, like, adjustments you ha- that you needed to make and to win the rounds and to win the fight, man. That That's something that's extreme experience. Yeah, and also, <clears throat> I'm very critical of myself. I've You always got to remember, it takes two people to tangle. That guy didn't want to fight me. Like he was doing his best to hit and move and stay away and skirt around the edge. And then I would throw. Then he'd try and counter me. You know, it was uh, a very awkward fight. The guy was new. 
like he was on the verge of losing his, uh, his from getting um, chopped from the UFC. So he was fighting scared, unfortunately. But you know this guy uh, Yanal, I think he's he's a scrapper. So look forward to to putting my hands on him. Yeah, it's it's no secret what Yanal wants to do. He just wants to. You know, Overhand. go hand hunting. Yeah, he wants to go hand hunting, and he wants to get the knockout because he's he's gonna try to relive the dream, right? Of what he did in the same same cage in the same place. You know, what's your what's your expectations out of yourself in this upcoming fight? I think he's gonna get frustrated with me, um, especially you know mixing it up, mixing in my takedowns, um, piecing them up. You know, he's he's not gonna get anywhere near me. He's too slow. He's too slow. I've I've watched hundreds of hours of footage on him back and forth um, I know his tells I know exactly what he's going to do so I'm just looking forward to getting in there and fucking putting on him because I'm a completely different fighter since the last fight so um, it's just and I have so much confidence not not through like just myself but like through my training it's it's coming up in training you know like things are like fucking hell like I'm I'm capable of staying with these top 10 guys I'm capable like I'm doing rounds with Dustin Poirier like fucking hell like that's a dream you know um, Dustin's been a great help for me you know showing me some tricks of the trade um, I've been asking him some questions you know because that guy's number one in the world so um, the guy's been helping me with some techniques and uh, just passing down the knowledge from over the years Speaking of uh, Dustin, man, he's about to fight for the BMF title, man, against Dust, uh, Justin Gaethje. It's a rematch. What do you see in that? Dustin, fourth round. Fourth round. All right. All right. That's uh, I got to look out for that, man. I'm up and prepare. So I've been Justin Gaethje for <laughs> a couple months. So, yeah, it's been good. I, I would love to see the rounds, man, that you guys are doing. Pay-per-view. Like, people are <laughs> after the rounds and stuff. It's fucking... Good yeah, man. Seem like fully prepared. July 22nd, back in the O2 Arena, London. Chris, thank you so much, man, for the time. All the best in this fight. This is a banger, man. Like, legit. Like, this dude's going to come and come at you. And you know, be, that's what you want. It's going to be a clinic. The guy, like, everybody's saying, like, oh, this could be fighting the night. It's not going to be fighting the night. It's going to be lopsided. I'm going to beat this guy fair and square. Everybody's going to be like, wow, 30 27 for Chris Duncan.